Content presented on the following podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinion expressed from host and caregivers are solely given based on the experiences of the individuals involved. Because each person is so unique, always consult your physician, physical or occupational therapist, or medical and fitness advice. Are you struggling to help your aging parents or disabled spouse to do everyday personal care tasks? Are you concerned about them falling or you injuring yourself? What is the task that is so difficult for you to help them to do? You are not alone. We can help. Finding a Foothold is a weekly podcast show that invites you to call in and tell us your challenge. Here, you can receive practical tips and strategies from an occupational therapist. And here is your host, Consuela Marshall. Hello, this is Consuela, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Finding a Foothold. And this is the podcast where you get to step into the life of another caregiver, where you get to hear about some of their challenges and learn from some of the successes that they've had. We know that caregiving is very difficult at times, but there are ways that we can learn how to do things smarter, easier, and safer. And that's my desire with this podcast is that you will learn something that you can take into your story that can change the outcome in those chapters of your caregiving story that appear to be or that are very difficult for you. I want you to see that you're not alone in the challenges that you have and that you don't have to be defeated in those areas, but that you can see where others are experiencing similar circumstances and where they find solutions and some resolutions to those those problems. I believe there is a place of peace that can be achieved at whatever stage of the journey you're at. And you've got to follow that piece and make the best plans and the best choices that you're able to make for your story. So now we're going to go on into discussing this current episode. And let me back up a little bit because I I say it on some episodes and I don't on others. Uh, I'm an occupational therapist. And I'm also a caregiver, or also, and I also was a caregiver to my mom for years who had had multiple strokes. And it was challenging for me. And there were things that I did to the best of my ability. And certain things I grew into knowing. And I changed the more I knew, the more I grew, the more I learned, the more I grew. I mean, it was just an evolving story. And there are things that I, I really know now that maybe I could have done a little bit better, but at the time I was doing the best that I knew to do. And you're going to have those, those moments in your journey too, that some days it's just going to be hard, but you'll get through them. You'll find a way of getting through and getting through doesn't mean always staying there and suffering and going beyond what you can physically and emotionally handle. Getting through sometimes meaning moving to the next chapter of caregiving. So with that said, let me talk about Miss Sarah is who I'll call her. She's currently a client of mine and she is just darling. Miss Miss Sarah had a fall. She lives in a cute little house that she has lived in for more than 50 years. Their mailbox is out at the road. This community that I service on this day of the week is more, more one of the rural communities. And on certain days, I do have to venture out into that area. And in that area, all the mailboxes are located at the road, at the street. And unfortunately, her mailbox 
is located next to the ditch at the road. And Miss Sarah, on her daily trip out to the road to check for mail, had a fall and fell into the ditch. And she broke her right arm between the shoulder and the elbow. And so I I was given a referral to come out and do therapy services with her. So occupational therapists, we we work with so many wide ranges of injuries. And in home health, seeing patients with fractures is one of the things I see often. And and when looking at my caseload right now for my home visits, and I'll explain a little bit. I have what I call my patients, which are the patients that are built through the insurance company here in Louisiana. The visits that I make out in the home. And I also have clients. And those are ones that do private pay for consulting where I build the client directly for the services that they need. And and Miss Sarah is one of my patients. And I get quite a bit of referrals from this one orthopedic clinic where I get to service many of the clients out of that practice that live in our community. So Miss Sarah had the fracture. I'm out there treating her. I'm telling you, I'm bringing Miss Sarah up on this episode because I I just want to reach out to, number one, the clients out there. Because, look, I've discovered that I have many who listen to my podcast who are actually elderly, who want to know for themselves how to keep themselves safe in the home. And I'm really addressing you all and I'm addressing, addressing caregivers, but specifically to the Miss Sarahs out there who want to be safe in the home. There are things that you can do to lessen or to reduce the probability of you falling in the home. Now with Miss Sarah, she never would have thought she would have fallen and rolled into the ditch and broke her arm, but it happens. So now in hindsight, well, you know, Miss Sarah probably should not have been walking down to the road. Her driveway is not one that's a pavement. It is that fine, pebbly driveway. And it's pretty tight and packed down from the cars rolling over it. It's not like really thick gravel, but it is a gravel, pebbly type of a driveway with grass growing in between it. And Miss Miss Sarah doesn't have the best of balance, but it just wasn't predicted. No one knew that she was getting to the point where she was probably not safe for going all the way out to the road to get the mail anymore. So, hey, the fall happens, but now we know. So now things are being done. The post office has been alerted and they've given the family permission to bring the mailbox right next up to her house where she can just open the screen door and just stick her arm out and get the mail out of the mailbox. So that fixed that problem. But also it gave me the opportunity of being in the home to identify many other tripping hazards that were also present in the home. And also give me the opportunity to work with Miss Sarah on some just some general strengthening outside of her arm that she needed to just improve her balance and improve her level of safety in the home. So in saying that, I just want to encourage you all who are caregivers and for you all who are elderly and or just wanting to age in place and be at home by yourself, I just want you to make a list Those things that come in your mind when you say, oh, I don't know if I ought to be doing that. Or you're taking things off of your list and you're not doing them quite as often because you know you're not safe doing them, but you're still doing them, but you're just not doing them as often. You're still having some elements of risk present that need to be reduced. So just quickly, I I just want to just throw out some things that 
we all can benefit from doing to decrease fall risk in the home. So things that I want to just bring up to mind, just really briefly, if you are using a walking device, a walker or cane, or even if you are without a device, you, you just want to be really conscious of rugs, rugs in the home that walkers can get caught on, canes can get caught on, or your foot can go under and cause tripping. I like large area rugs, looking at these little throw rugs or little smaller area rugs that cross right in the walking paths, you really want to remove them. Other tripping hazards would be extension cords and cell phone charger cords. You want to make sure nothing's crossing the path. Another one, clothes. Many clothes and blankets placed near the chair on the floor or near the bed are number one tripping hazards. You get, you're getting out of bed and you throw the cover back or you drop some clothes onto the floor next to the bed. Or as you're changing clothes through the weekend, I've seen it in many homes where they just let the clothes stockpile at the foot of the bed, either on the bed or on a bench or ottoman at the foot of the bed, and then it ends up spilling onto the floor. Those are tripping hazards. You wanna make sure the floor is clear of anything that your foot can get entangled in and result in a fall. Other things, proper footwear. Walking with socks that do not have the non-skid surface on the bottom can result in you slipping and falling. So I want to challenge you all to refrain from walking with socks on only when you're walking on surfaces that are hard surfaces. Now, it's, it tends to be okay when you're in a carpeted area, but oftentimes we will have on socks and we'll transition off of the carpet into the bathroom or down the hall or somewhere where you may have wood or another hard surface. And then that element of fall presents itself when you're on that different surface. So gripper socks or shoes with rubber soles and preferably enclosed shoes are ways to go for decreasing the fall risk. Well, this is only a few of the tripping hazards that I could cover today, but there are many, there are much more things that need to be considered. I haven't even opened the bathroom door and talk about all of the hazards that present themselves in a bathroom. There are so many incidents where there are falls that are occurring in the bathroom. And I will save that for an entirely different episode because I want to be able to go into much more detail in the bathroom, the high incidence of falls that occur in the bathroom. And we'll talk about that at another time. So I've given you several tips that I want you to just go back and listen to those, write them down and make changes now that can reduce some fall risk. So what I'd like you to just take a look around the house, look for those areas of concern. You know, it's better now to make those changes to prevent a fall. I mean, like Miss Sarah fell at the mailbox, but she could have easily with all of the little things that I saw in the house and and even in talking to her, she did admit that, you know, in some of the areas that I had pointed out, she had had some incidents where she had had some near falls in those areas. So be proactive in making the changes now so that you don't have to undergo a rehab and a recovery process from a fall that is occurring. 
So thanks for listening to the podcast. Miss Sarah is doing well. She has a granddaughter and great grandchildren that are there helping her out. And having those grandchildren over is such a delight for her. So while this fall was not a good thing for her and I wish it never happened to her. And you look, and she does have so much regret. She just feels like she's such a burden on her grandchildren, but she's not. They love being there, her granddaughter and the great grandchildren. They are having a blast. They bring so much joy to Miss Sarah. And look, they're just a lift that she needed because I have the feeling that she had a lot of loneliness before the fall. And having her grandkids there has really been really good for her spirits. So look, I thank you for listening to this episode today. And if you can identify some things that can help you or help your loved one to age in place at home, yeah, take note of it. And if you need some additional tips and strategies on how to make the home safer, just contact me at findingafoothold.com. It's on the website where you'll see the email and we also have a call-in line where you can call in and you can tell me your caregiving struggle or challenge and I can give you feedback on your particular topic on an upcoming episode. Or if you want a more extensive plan on how to evolve your caregiving plan, I want you to take a look at the consult page on the website and contact me and we'll discuss it. We'll come up with a way that we can work together to help you rewrite your caregiving story so that you have more successes and have more time for your self-care. So thanks for tuning in today and I will see you again on next week. Have a good day. Take care. Bye-bye.